Welcome everybody to episode 10 of the hot drop another special one as it was the first live one we did so it was live on twitch me eb and jeems um it was a whole lot of fun probably could have announced it a little bit more probably could have let you guys know earlier that it was coming but it's been some busy weeks uh, for me personally so you have to gonna have to forgive me on that i'm gonna make this two parts again because it's simply just it we spoke for two and a half hours almost so i cut it down to two one hour videos roughly the first one's gonna be about uh, what happened in uh, in the PGS2 qualifiers, what happened to, to, in the rotation. We're gonna talk a whole lot about the Wu, Ascend, Face Clan, sort of from the inside, pretty interesting perspectives, I would say. And then the second part is gonna be about PGS2 and about Nations Cup. So don't miss out on that. Uh, stay subscribed to make sure you catch the second part. And for now, enjoy the video. Okay, so the main topics I wanted to talk about was PGS2, obviously, PNC, PGS2 qualifiers, and then whatever comes to mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, should we just talk about PGS2 qualifiers first? Yeah, we can talk about Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's Where do we start? What is your Where summary, EV, of PGS2 qualifiers? Ooh, my summary of mm -hmm. our... Of just in general or just the, the, the team situation? I'd say, like, how did it go for you and why is Quizzy out? That's the two things that I want to know. So, um, how did it go for me? I don't know. I mean, you as a team as well, sort of. Yeah, so, yeah, we came kind of in the tournament. It started... We, you know, it was like uh, we, we, we practiced some things. I don't know. It was, it was just a shit show. We were just not on the same page. Like, in my opinion, the calling, like, yeah. it, it was just not how I wanted to be. And I don't know. It was just everyone was kind of lost. I feel like everyone was lost. Every time when we get in the finals, people are lost. I guess people, people are nervous. Like, uh, yeah, just being lost. Like, not being on the same page at all. And... I guess that's the reason why Quizzy left as well. Like we, um, we had a talk after, like three or four days after, and we just came to the conclusion that, like, I don't know, it just didn't work. And Quizzy was also like, yeah, it just didn't work. Pretty much like the calling, like the the, the whole vibe, the synergy, everything. It just wasn't there. So, I think uh, Quizzy's gonna like try out for some CIS teams right now. I also think that he wants to play. Uh, like with Russian like teammates again and stuff, what makes fully sense. Like if you look at the amount of talent too, right, that is there yeah. and like um so yeah. And um I'm gonna pretty much take over the calling right now, uh with Keanu. Uh Keanu's kinda gonna be second caller, I'm gonna be main caller. And I don't know, we're gonna try it from here. We're having some tryouts right now already. We tried out Siler so far, Sosadi. Um we're maybe gonna have like one more tryout or two. Um so yeah, that's kind of the team situation right now. How is Sausage English? Um, I don't know. It's like uh, it's very basic. Um, maybe some people will have struggles with it. For me, it's not really a problem to be honest, because he speaks pretty clear, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And he's young, so I know that we're just gonna like play a lot together the next two months if let's say we pick him and we're just gonna like yeah i i feel like it's gonna be easy like 
you know, English, like he has the basic and he's like, I played a couple times ranked with him already. It's getting better and better. So I don't think it's a problem at all, you know? Yeah. And besides that, there's not that many players to choose from. Like if you just look at the, 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 the people that like speak good English, you know what I mean? Like there is not that many players to choose from right now. There's maybe three, like, I don't know, I would say Silers. And then yeah. what would fit our team, what we kind of need. It's hard. It's hard. I mean, yeah. I yeah. Yeah, it's hard to find someone where you feel like it's an improvement, right? Um, like even if you're picking up Silas, like he's a cracked individual, right? But then yeah. Um, from the outside, I would say you lose a lot of like strategy and like calling and everything. You have to balance that out somewhere. I mean. That is the thing, right? Because when we were playing with Quizzy, it was kind of like me and Quizzy talking a lot. Mm-hmm. And we just had Keanu in the team. And Keanu, we kind of told him like to like not say too much. But now that Quizzy is gone, Keanu has like... He's going to be the one speaking up more. And I yeah. mean, Nixia always kind of like speaks up as well. So we don't necessarily need like a fourth guy that, that is going to talk. You know what I mean? I will just make sure that I position this guy and that he's going to do his job. You know what I mean? Like I don't... Yeah. With the way I see the game as well, as a, if you're going to be an IGL, something I feel like we were lacking a little bit in the previous team is sometimes like there needs to be control. So everyone needs to be on the same page. You know what I mean? Like you're, I'm going to tell Silers, okay, you're going to hold that. And then, you know what I mean? I don't believe that everyone can just like, you can learn all these lines and stuff, but I still feel like you need, like as IGL, you need to be saying like, okay, you're going to play here. You're going to watch this so that everyone's on the same page. So like, I don't really see a problem. Uh, with someone like him, you know, and he's, he's Silas too. He never really played on like a tier one or like, you know, whatever. Like yeah. he always kind of played on tier two, tier three teams. So like, I feel like I can teach this guy a lot. And if he respects me, what I, can, what I think he does, it's going to like, you know what I mean? He's going to yeah. like, uh, you can micromanage and, and people can learn a lot. Yeah. Do you... But I don't know. Sorry. It's a, this is kind of like a fucking interrogation, but I, I have a lot of questions <laughs> that I want to know the answers to. Do you have that? Do you have to do that to Nixie? Or does has he like learned enough where he's a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. like self-sufficient? Uh, yeah, he he learned a lot. Like there's a, like a lot of good points he has too. Like he's proactive and he's not the guy that's afraid to take space. Um I think we were a little bit that too with the way we approached the games in the finals again. Like we're just way too like I don't know. It was just like we, we draw something on like, the map, we're gonna play here, and then people are not thinking anymore, like, oh, we can take this or take this. Because each game is different. Each game there's gonna be things open. And we just with the way we 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 played and followed the game, I don't know, I just feel like we were very hard stuck. And even in the in the upper bracket before that as well, I don't know, just something happened. Maybe it's because Kiana joined, the dynamic was different, maybe people were not as confident or people made mistakes, there was irritations, blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. yeah. Makes sense. I would say Nixie improved a lot, yeah, for sure. Like, he is, like, he, the way he sees the game and stuff, he's, like, he still makes, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like he grew a lot, so, yeah. When, uh, when you and uh, Quizzy were, like, calling kind of together, or, like, you were the two guys talking, who does, like, who does the early game and who does, like, I don't know, like, anything, random calls and stuff? Okay, so, <laughs> when things went pretty good, like, uh, who did the early game stuff? Yeah, like at one point it was me because Quizzy thought it would be better because then he could focus more on the mid slash late game. 
But then because I ca I called everyone calls di early different, like different, right? Like I like to take this compound and this because of this, this, this. And then at one point, because I was calling early game, he felt like because I played so different, he was getting a little bit lost because of that. You know what I mean? So then we started getting quizzy fully on the on the IGL role again. And I do think that like quizzy's mid and late game is is better than mine. But I just feel like he's he, if he, like. I think what he told, like what he told me, is that he's just gonna be like a second caller. He's like the type of guy that's gonna be a second caller. He's just way better at that. It's a little bit harder for for him to take control. So, um, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I really noticed with uh, what from the outside, like looking at you guys, ever since you got together, was that I I really felt that your scrims uh were played more bossy and more like confident versus your like tournament games so i always thought that like it has to be uh like pressure or like like you said like someone being nervous maybe during the real games so like those uh the same playstyle didn't really reflect yeah in your tournaments as they did in scrims i mean yeah that's fair i mean that's definitely like oh yeah that's like for sure that's the that's the situation yeah. and um I also feel like what I want is that like I want to have the same energy in scrims as in tournaments. So certain people were not <clears throat> always giving that same energy. It was more laid back in scrims. Like, I don't know, suddenly when we get into finals, the energy was just like, like I just want it to be the same, right? So that people know what to expect from a, from a, from a certain player. Like if you're a caller, if you're an IGL and you're going to behave a little bit different in scrims than in finals, like certain days you're just more laid back you're not calling as much like i just want it to be the same all the time you know what i mean that's hard but i want like everyone to be like fully try hard and fully you know what i mean like in scrims yeah. and then that transfers over into tournament but there was just too much energy like i don't know it was just sometimes a really weird dynamic i just don't, at the end i also think that we didn't really i uh, just didn't really fit that well mm -hmm. so yeah it can happen we always made finals but then in finals we choke and yeah it was also a mix of playstyle. When I just joined, it was kind of my mistake. Like, when I just joined, like I, I started playing with Bester and Quizzy, for example. I came from Liquid. There was a lot more sending. They were very edge. Mm. So like I sometimes felt like when things were not really happening, let's send it, boys. That was like really early. That was like last year or something. So that's kind of why we threw the first finals. I was thinking a lot about deeper, deeper, deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And with the last finals, it was just, I don't know, it was just the calling. I feel like the calling and then me making a mistake, then this player made a mistake, then the confidence was going down. It was just like, a, you know? Yeah. Typical PUBG spiral of doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Con the confidence spiral is very real. And then you realize yeah. like your teammates aren't like fully there anymore and then the mood is down and then it's yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. We have that a lot too. And... It's like one of the hardest challenges for me because it's like realizing that the mood is down is very easy. Doing anything against it is really fucking hard. Because mm -hmm. if someone's like, oh, this guy is just trying to get us, you know, this guy is just trying to get us to be in a good mood again. It's really fucking hard to just get them, actually get them in a good mood if they're down, you know? Yeah, because people, you know, people, you don't want to fake it either, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, fake, like, fake hype doesn't help anyone. That's the problem. It's like, it's yeah. really hard. So you're fake. I'm hella fake. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 really tough, yeah. If uh if you have like two bad games and it's like the last day of the tournament or whatever, 
and you have four games left to play and people like kind of looking at the leaderboard you know and yeah. you can just feel that like it's more quiet yeah or something then it's really it's really hard when you're not there in person with your teammates to like get the mood going and yeah, yeah it's really tough you have to either either you have to be like a super funny guy or something or you have to be like yeah you have to know how to hit like a really hard motivational speech or something and it's like <laughs> if that shit is fake then it's just bad right if <laughs> yeah. i'm like like let's go out and prove these guys you know fucking <laughs> baseball coach in the locker room kind of speech everybody's just going to be sitting there like please stop talking yeah. <laughs> but like, that's why like that's where like as an igl too you have a big like if you as an igl right you're an igl of a team if you're going to be confident if you're going to like even after two bad games you're still going to make these calls yo yo you go here now you go here now we're doing this yeah like let's make a play now like often there's like a lot of igl there like there's not a lot of igls that are still going to have that good energy that they're still going to have that aggression you know what i mean like mm -hmm. It's also it's also super interesting because when you said like oh you guys were both kind of doing the calling, that can really go wrong when you don't perform, because yeah. then you're always annoyed when the other guy makes a call right and the game falls apart and then yeah. he maybe or maybe like the other guy gets like not is not confident in your calls anymore whatever, but it's the same thing when you only have one IGL and he's like micromanaging everyone, then. There's so much on his shoulders when the team, when the mood is like down, when the comms are a little quieter than usual and shit. There's so much on that guy's shoulders. And it's just, yeah. Both, both of the systems are really, really hard sometimes, I feel like. And it's yeah, really easy when everything goes well and everyone's like balling, right? Everyone's fragging, everyone's rolling through the lobby, like playing good games. But then when, when, shit, when shit gets tough, it's really hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, the one thing I like, though, is I feel like people were never really tilted. So, like, even... I mean, people were tilted, but not on each other. You know what I mean? That they keep it for the next game. They just knew how to reset. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing that I, I kind of liked. But, um, but yeah. It's... Uh, I don't know. It's just hard. PUBG's hard. I feel like. Yeah. Especially... And then, and then you're playing PGS2 qualifiers. And you're waiting an hour between every game if you die early. Because... For some reason, the breaks were just fucking insane. Yeah, it's bro, and you have one like... bad game, and you know that you should have gotten fifteen points out of that game, and you got two, and then you have to sit there for fifty minutes waiting for the next game. It is so shit. <laughs> it's laughable. Yeah. It's so I, shit. Like, I hate it. I. And then they tell you, <laughs> oh, uh, we're starting at twenty-one forty, and at twenty-one forty-five they say five-minute break. And then at 22, they say additional 10 minute break, and you're just sitting there like. And then the game starts and they say remake. Ah. <laughs> Bro. And then it's a melee game, and then it's a melee game, and then it's a melee game, and then it's a melee game. Oh, yeah, I that gets the mood right back up. Yeah, true. Yeah. Holy fuck. We had this. Uh, what was it again? Was it upper bracket or. Yeah, it was upper bracket. First two games were melee. I yeah. mean, melee are not really a pro. Like, it's still like, it's it's nice nowadays because people don't bridge camp and stuff but like it was i don't know it was just two annoying milli games or something and then the third game you know what i mean finally we're playing again and then we had like quizzes quizzy just crashed like his whole pc just blue screened or something you know what i mean so like oh, it, hmm. we just lost like we, that, there was no way coming back i think people were way too frustrated from that from yeah. that full day all the waiting you know what i mean all that bullshit yeah 
but I definitely their waiting is really annoying. I, I really dislike that. That's what I like more about GLO. I feel like they were just like boom, 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 vamos, you know? I think, yeah, I think because people are already asking why there's two things. There was massive tech issues, right? Like there's mm -hmm. their internet was shit. It's like one company from Shanghai making, doing every single regional qualifier and they're just observing with 150 ping or something and they had like internet issues. But also like you go and ask for shorter breaks and then the PUBG people say, I feel like this feels pretty good for the flow of the broadcast right now. So they just like longer breaks for some reason. I don't know why. Cause I feel like mm -hmm. most viewers are really just there for the gameplay, right? Um, so you'd want to have the breaks as short as you can, but for some reason PUBG is, is pretty, pretty happy with longer breaks. And it's not like yeah. there's good content too. Like there's not really a lot of content. Like for example, I watched CSGO again, right? There was zero content in, these, in yeah. this last tournament, by the way. There was no interviews, no, like nothing. That's... And then there was, yeah. there was these fucking top five plays where they put the wrong player name on a play or they spelled a name wrong. Or like, Mexi, like M E X Y. Yeah, they had a Mexi highlight and it was they spelled his name wrong and there was like a fly cam of like one kill or something. Okay. Um it was it was rough, honestly. It was I missed that by the way. I just saw it somewhere in the Discord. I didn't really understand it, but now I get it like they had a play. It was top one play of the day. Yeah. It was yeah. Klim from Afterold. And they showed Phil first getting two kills of nades. <laughs> <laughs> it was the top one play. They put the wrong name on it, and it was not a top play at all. And I was like, okay, like you literally just you're literally just slapping some shit in there to to like to like put a put a tick there and tell PUBG, yeah, we did it. Please pay us. Yeah, and they are like they are like, you, they, like obviously what they're trying to do, right? It's like they're saving money, right? Like with the yeah. But like once you go this hard down as well, and then all these things, like dude. The observing, right? Was it the last day or something? I don't know in general how often it was because it was so laggy, right? Because yeah. you sat there from Shanghai. Yeah. I saw one of the games. I was like, holy shit. It was unwatchable. Is... Yeah. That's why it they had these long breaks because they tried to fix it, but they just kind of couldn't. No, you can't. Mm -hmm. It's ping issue, no? Yeah. I mean, it must have been something else because it was fine on the other days. Oh. Uh, it, looks like, it looked like their studio just had massive internet issues. So like all the PCs in there had like packet loss and shit. And why would you... Why are they giving it out constantly to other companies instead of let like being esports let like do it all right now for the rest of the year? You know what I mean? Is I, that the reason because they're not available, or is that I the think they got a massive give... package deal? Like VSPO, the company that did every like regional qualifier, right? Um, they probably went to them and they said, "We'll do it all for X amount of money," and they were like, "Fuck yeah!" And then VSPO used the same graphics, they used the same observers, they used the same, like, everything. Same social media, blah, blah, blah. And they do everything. And PUBG is like, holy shit, that's so cheap. What was the saying again, James? What was the saying again? We always said cheap is not always good or something. Uh, shit, it was different, no? Yeah, it was different for sure. Uh, <laughs> but it, I... it came down to that. Dude. It was something with that. Like, that's definitely the case right now with this whole, like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even. Re I don't remember the saying, but it was a little I, bit different. I think the mo the thing that's the worst for me. So one thing that's really bad is, or like where they're saving money and it really sucks is they have no analyst desk, but then they have long breaks. So there's two casters, but they're also on the analyst desk. So they have basically no break, right? And they yeah. have no time to make up anything interesting in their head. 
Nothing at all. They just have Martin there, who was host for, I think, one day, or I don't know if Kalaris was there for a day and stuff, um, who comes up with questions, and then the casters have no, like, time to make up anything cool. They just have to sit there and talk to the host. Yeah. Um, so that's shit for the casters, because no breaks, no time to reset your brain. It's shit for the viewers, because there's nothing interesting in the breaks. Um, but it saves you, like, one extra person, right? You, you, have to pay, you don't have to pay an analyst if your casters are the analyst. Um, that really sucks, in my opinion. And then what also really sucks is that we just have bad observing again. Like... I was watching some of the games and I was getting really, like, really tilted because they had just missed, like, almost everything in some games. How are they still not... How do they... It's basic. How, as an observer, in any type of game... Because these are new people. When it's a 4v1... I, oh, yeah, true. But, like, there's yeah. still one guy that, that, that yeah. leads it, no? Yeah. That has some kind of experience. If it's a 4v1 in CSGO or whatever, you always watch the solo. Yeah. You know, the amount of times they don't watch the solo, it tilts me so hard. Like, that is really, very yeah. basic. And then, if you, if you observe, like, five games of PUBG, you realize, okay, X-Ray on is kind of shit when people are coming out of smokes. Because it looks completely different for the player than it looks for the viewer, right? That takes you two to three games to realize. And then you yeah. should be smart enough to turn the X-Ray off when somebody's fighting around the smoke. But after, yeah. like, six years of PUBG esports... I still constantly see people getting kills and the viewers are like, question mark, question mark, question mark, you know, like, because for the viewers, it looks like someone's getting smoke spammed or something, but mm -hmm. he just sees everything or the other way around. And it's like, there's so much basic stuff um, that's really, really easy to fix. But PUBG just doesn't want to spend money on observing. They just want to get the cheapest production crew and they'll bring their own observers. And that's it. It sucks because last year Starletter or whatever the year before I can't even remember anymore. Starletter was getting better with the observing they're finally, getting, right? They were getting pretty solid, honestly. Yeah, right, Starletter was... when they started out was fucking garbage. Um, mm -hmm. When they were doing like contenders and PL and stuff, they were really really bad. And Bro, now walked... they were fucking. They were really <laughs> solid at the end. Dude, I walked past one of the observer rooms where you're not allowed to walk past at PL. And I just saw into the observer rooms and guys just sitting in there playing World of Warcraft on the PC. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that room, yeah. I remember that room. Uh... Bro, I remember they had... Oh, this is like three years ago or something. There was... Um... It was not... N... It wasn't NPL. It was like PCS3 or something, North America's. And during the live stream, you could hear a Valorant stream on yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the observers. Like, one of the observers <laughs> literally had fucking a Valorant stream running on his oh, observing yeah. PC. Yeah, 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 and yeah, every yeah, time yeah. that observer went live, you could hear that fucking stream. I was like, you have to be fucking joking me. Yeah, yeah. Dude. That shit should get you fired. I wonder that what shit should to get you fired. But the problem yeah. is, that shit doesn't get you fired. And being a good observer doesn't get you hired. So, you know, yeah. it's just... Yeah. I want to talk more about the PGS2 calls, though. What happened to yes. you guys? Um, we had a really good day one where yeah. we had some good zones and we played really, really well throughout the zones, I think. Um, we had a okay day two where we had really rough zones and we played, or played good, I think. And we massively mega choked day three. Okay. Um, Do you think that's because, like, you were thinking of PGS2 spot, or? I don't know what it is. 
Um, I think we have a problem under pressure, but we didn't have any pressure. Um, right? Because, yeah, like, second is fucking hard. Uh, it's pretty RNG to get top two. Um, we were in a really fucking good spot to get it anyways. Um, and even if we get top five, we're, like, going to PDC. So there isn't any real pressure. Mm -hmm. Um... But you could still Maybe feel the like the the mood was down, people were quiet, people were like not as confident as usual. Do you feel yeah. like people were like because it was pretty smooth sailing so far, right? It, the thing is it wasn't. Got... So day one was smooth okay. sailing, right? But, no, we but also... I mean before the tournament, yeah. like did you guys feel prepared for this tournament or did you feel like because you got second at um uh what was it again? PGS one? Yeah. Because you guys did really good the previous one. That like people got a little bit more laid back before this tournament already, or I think we were really really laid back before the rotation, and we okay. kind of got the the check for that. You know, we were shit in the rotation. What did you guys get? Eighth, I think. Oh, I forgot about the rotation um, yeah, in between. We were like still two points away from fifth or something, but we played a shit tournament, and we know that. Um, and it feels like we played a shit. PGS2 qualifier, like, it doesn't feel like 8th, because 8th is, like, pretty, pretty average, right? But we just know that we can be way better. Um, yeah. But we felt, we didn't, we didn't really, um, I don't think we really prepared for the rotation, and we really sucked. Um, and then, I think we felt pretty good for this tournament, and especially after day one, uh, we felt pretty good. Day two, I think, honestly, if you look at the games... Day two, we had rough zones, and we still played... Like, we still got 35 points. That was completely fine. Um, yeah. But then on day three, we just... We just crumbled. And uh, we were really, really... I think we were really bad on day three. Mm -hmm. um, How many points did you get on day three? 14. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, it's like one of these spell days. That is bad. Like... That is bad. Well, I remember. Um, yeah. And... Yeah. I don't know. Um, we, we've done some things to try and fix it and we'll see how it works. Like, I think we're still in a, in a really good track to go to PGC. We still knew that getting second was always mega hard. Uh, QM was unbeatable this tournament. Um, yeah, I don't know what they, what they were eating, but, uh, holy well, shit. Well, Twist won, so they were, weren't unbeatable. Dude, did you know that Phil yeah, finished but... the last game, by the way? Huh? <laughs> Did you know that Phil first crashed the last game, by the way? No. When it was Pro him and Aduzi alive, Aduzi team killed, they would have won probably if... Interesting. Uh, if Phil first didn't crash. Interesting. Yeah. I wasn't watching at that point anymore. Um, I was, I was kill feature tracking <laughs> until told, I knew we were 7th, and then I stopped. I also told Gustav when they were running down on Gustav that the QM fight didn't matter. Sarvam's in this dip called Nade them. Mm -hmm. And Gustav drove and died to Sarvam <laughs> instead of dying to QM. That could have also been like the one point the they one needed. Point. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I think I also got killed by Asnaya when they pushed us instead of getting killed by them. So like they were they were just they basically won. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it's crazy that they went for that dip last game. Seven? I never see teams like yeah, yeah, I never see teams like win from that dip and they just it's like the whole it's like it's like watching Howl back, I feel like yeah. when I watched Sarvam, this two I mean I didn't really watch Twire that much to be honest, because I didn't really bother. But I feel like when I watched some of the things back, I feel like it kind of was like a Howl 2.0 situation. You know what I mean? 100 percent They play but, but they, they play like Howl, 
but they just have better they spots are... to play the whole whole playstyle. And they are they get to the center Sarver. faster. Sarver means mechanically they are definitely yeah. the strongest Turkish team fighting wise. They are they are a really <laughs> strong team fighting wise. I I kind of respect it. Like Chila is cracked that they. I don't know much about the other players because I haven't watched them, but. I mean, they definitely have some synergy going with their Glob fights. I, I always see them play together as well, that team. And I yeah. mean, yeah, they... Global Army is really cracked too. I think overall they're cracked. I, I don't think their gameplay is that good. Um, Dude. I think Who's they're the going to get destroyed at PGS2. Baron. Baron. Baron Peak. Dude, Baron had the most insane shot. It was on the stream. Volties? And the casters... The caster didn't even see it, bro. They were sleeping like, through it, bro. Bro, listen. He, yeah. It was the Tego game where it was west of Hosan, where they were in, we call it Castle or something, right? I got shot pretty much to, I got pre-shot uh, pre to through two smokes or something. I went out of the car and he just bolted me straight through a smoke headshot or something. Like you could kind of like see it on stream or something. It was insane and the casters, no one noticed it. Yeah. It was an insane shot. Like it was a pre-fire or something with a bolt. And I went out of the car, I swapped sides or something, and it came straight in my head through two smokes or something. Like, I don't know what the fuck that was, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I was so tilted after that. But... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh... I don't know. They, they, people were, like, coming to me after day one, and they were like, holy shit, Sarum is so good. And they had, I think, 33 points or something, and they got... 28 points out of that game or something. It, it was something like that. It wasn't exactly like that. They had like, maybe they had 45 and they got 30 out of that one game or something. And I was mm -hmm. like, there's no way they're going to get this lucky the next few days. Um, but they played some really solid PUBG in, in the, like in between the games where they got gifted as well. So um, yeah, they got like, they had a good tournament. They, I mean, they definitely know how to play from Pachinki Picado as well with their playstyle. Like they are. Yeah. Using Pochinki Picado and I guess Hosan to their advantage. Um compared to like Anthropic tried it then as well, you know what I mean? They had Pochinki Picado or something or they split it, I don't know, but like Sarvam definitely like they kinda like mastered it, I guess. But I don't know, maybe next tournament they're gonna be like it's it's hard to say, you know what I mean? Yeah. I find it I find it crazy that when Sarvam has a good tournament like this. Like, both they played good, they had good circles, they have a good loot spot, they're still almost 40 points away from Twist. Mm -hmm. That is... That is nuts. I mean, Twist is just Twist like when you... Back, baby. I mean, some of the games too, like hard games, they just pull it off. Like, they have some... I feel... Okay, this, this sounds weird, but I feel like just... When we play a good game... Like, sometimes we play a game where we have, like, no rights to get this many points, but we play really well and we pull it off. They do that three times as much as we do. Yeah. Like, they just play so many games where you're like, how the fuck did they manage that? They do it so mm -hmm. consistently. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of other teams in the lobby, like, you look at... I think QM this tournament was sick too, um, but they're usually not sick at all. We'll see. We'll see how they continue doing. Like, phase, foot, you know... You, that's like solid good PUBG, but it's I most of the time it's not like crazy PUBG, but Twist it's not for, enough twist, for a win. Yeah, and Twist Twist a lot of the times it's just like they're so good, and it's like I don't know. It's not, I for me it's kind of nice to see them back. Like you know it's it'd be nice if we were I mean, better than nice them or PUBG. something, but it's nice to see them back and like consistent as they as they were before. I think I mean, their chances of uh, of winning like. Uh, 
PGS2 or PGC this year is higher than ever just because there's so many roster changes in China now as well. Navi's not playing that well. Yeah. I don't see, like, if we don't beat them, face clan, because we are improving fast, then no one's going to beat them. Literally. I think 4AM could. I think 4AM well, are, like, on a honeymoon right now. 4AM is good, and I think they will they will always be good with CPON and HSM yeah. as the core of that team. Who's their main roster right now? Are they still with the... What is that caller called? Summer? No. So it's they picked up Sipion and HSM from New Happy, and oh, then yeah. it's Crazy and Shaolu. The mm -hmm. other two. Holy fuck. They, they can be a good team. They look what happened sure. with New Happy with the with the Ming Ming and stuff? Um they picked up CC one oh eight and Des December twelfth, like deck twelfth. Um oh, December twelfth. They or looked yeah. really, really garbage in China until the last day. Um where they made a good comeback on God seventh. Um, they were like they were like fifteenth or something in the in the China qualifier, and then yeah. they almost they came back, but they didn't come back enough to make PGS two. I thought um, real fast going back to EU. I thought that Entropic was uh, Entropic has definitely been like going up lately. You know what I mean? Like they they yeah. they seem to figure it out. I expected more from them in this tournament. I think they also started off really strong. Mm -hmm. Um. And then they just, I don't know what happened the last two days. They just really fell down. Like, yeah. We yeah, thought. The only thing, yeah, you go. The only thing I've heard, like, I talked a little bit with Mexi, or I didn't really talk with him. He just said that they got fed this tournament and they didn't play good or something, didn't close out the games. Okay. Something like that. I thought they looked solid on the first day. And I thought we would play against QM, Foot, and Entropic for the spots. Because I thought there's no way Savim continues to get gifted like this. And nobody else in the lobby looks like they would be playing for these bots. And then mm -hmm. they kind of fell off on the second day. Savim and QM kept popping off. And we were like, okay. Those are the two teams that we like have to beat. But I thought they, they, looked, they looked a million times better with Mexi than they did before him. I, th I still think. Yeah. I mean, they played the rotation. They got top four, no? They played good in the rotation. I don't know what they ended up in. Um, I think they got top four. I just think they look solid now. They look like a solid, solid team. They don't look like a fantastic, wild, crazy team, but they look solid. They got fifth in rotation. Yeah, I mean they are. Yeah, they definitely improved. I don't know. My perspective on like PUBG teams has changed so much when I started coaching, because like I just said, right, rotation. We played fucking garbage, and we're ten points behind Tropic. So like they can't have been that good, you know? Like mm -hmm. it, it feels like I feel like I rate everyone lower now, because um, you just see how many mistakes you're making, and then you see other teams that you beat or you were like super close to. Yeah, um, definitely changes perspective quite a bit. Hey. Also, by the way, Sh fucking quick. 60-point lead in front of third for Twisted Minds and Foot in rotation again, right? Like, Twist has just yeah. been looking nuts. They know how to... Uh, they're, reading, uh, they're reading the game good. A lot of I mean, the times as well, when you see them like outside the zone, you know what I mean? They are like... I don't know, they just pull it off every time or something. I don't think there's many other teams that will contest Twist in EU yet, because like there's only like Navi that's been together for a while now, and maybe you guys actually in Ascent, been together for a while. 
I feel like every other team that's supposed to be strong on paper needs more time before they can beat Twist. Yeah, I can like, see really, that. really need time in this game. It's crazy because it seemed like Twisted was like maybe what was it the first tournament this year? There was a moment real fast where they went down, right? And it was like hmm, maybe they're, maybe they're gonna do roster change, maybe they're gonna change something. They need something new or something, and then boom, there they go again. You was know? that they you, Ibi, at the start yeah, of the year? Yeah, it was me. It was where me, you right? said if they don't do well this year, uh, they're making a roster change. For sure, but like now they just like. They picked it back up. It was after that first tournament of this year or something. Yeah. I don't even know what they got. I don't know the reason to that I said it, but like, whew. Yeah. Maybe they just, uh, I mean, I definitely know they haven't been playing as much earlier in the year. So maybe it's just all been a, a, a scheme to like a plan or whatever to start grinding towards the end of the year more and more. So they're ready for PGC, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Because I mean, like Twist could literally like stop playing PUBG right now and still qualify to every event. Yeah. yeah, like they could just like they could just. I mean, they're already in. Start playing professional CS. Yeah, <laughs> and still be the best team in EU. <laughs> they're um, they're already in PGC. Um, yeah. So yeah, for sure. I think they they really 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 want to win as well. They need that one win. I don't think they have a like. They want that one they, big win. That, they that PGC it. win, and they haven't had they, that. They deserved the last PGC, in my opinion, as well. Yeah. Even though they, uh, for the last day or something, they did some things that they probably regret doing, and like they had some bad plays. But like they are the team that deserves to win. Bro, they. I feel like they, they deserved the... over Navi, hundred percent. Like they deserved last year over yeah, Navi, yeah. in my opinion, hundred percent. Yeah, but when example pulls up, he pulls up. You know, it happens sometimes. Yeah. And when he puts low sense, he doesn't pull up. <laughs> <laughs> he put he's back to high sense now. I saw him playing low sense uh, yeah. during this event, and I think he underperformed uh, at least like for for him, you know. Twenty kills, for example, he always like yeah pops off thirty or something. Ubas almost thirty. Yeah. They came back hard though. It's so crazy yeah. how quick you can do that. They were like fourteenth or something, right? Yeah, um, they reset the last and then race. they play. Three good games and they're seventh, and then they keep playing well and they're like fifth or something. It's crazy. Like, wait, I remember Jim saying in the past that Virtus Pro is nothing special. When did you just well, say that? Probably in the past when they weren't anything special, like <laughs> earlier this year or something. I feel like, Literally. I mean, earlier this year, people would have said like Twisted Minds is not what they usually are or something, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. The thing is for me that the only thing I see when I watch us play and I see Twist winning is how close we were to winning. Yeah. Uh, but the reason why they're good is obviously because they're consistent. Yeah. Like they're just always at the top. Yeah. The thing is, they're like, they play a really, really bad tournament and they get fifth or something, you know? Like they played really shit in PCS 7 too for the first, like, I think the first three out of four days and they just pull up on the last day and they end up fifth or something. And they keep, they keep doing that all the time. And I don't know. I think they're also, when a team like Sarvem has a good tournament, you know they had a good tournament, but you know they're not very likely to recreate that. But Virtus Pro just keeps doing it and keeps doing it and keeps doing it. What and, did they get at PGS1? Uh, they pulled up at the end as well and got like, I think fifth. fifth? Sixth? Fifth, I yeah. think. Right? 
Like what happened with face, Jimbo? Let's uh, let's go over with like let's go uh, let's go to that at PGS one. Uh, we oh, in PGS two, right? Uh, PGS one. PGS one. I think he's not what he's trying. To yeah, ask. PGS one. Yeah. Did I say PGS two? No, you said PGS one. Uh, PGS one. I mean, you mean in Malaysia, right? Not the qualifier. Mm, what did you guys get in the qualifier? Eighth. What did we get? I think you got eighth. Okay. I don't oh, yeah, even remember the qualifier. But, I mean, there was definitely a lot of different issues at PGS1. No, you got fifth. Sorry, Twisted Mind got eighth. I mixed you up. Yeah. In PEC We had spring. a lot of different issues at PGS1. Um, I mean, I can start off by saying that Gustav had a really bad tournament. And when the in-game leader is having a bad tournament, and you have uh, someone like me on the team, mm -hmm. I have very easy to take over if I see him, like, doing bad. So, like, he was struggling. And I was like being, uh, I don't know. I don't have patience in me. If I see him struggling, for example, I just took over a lot. Uh, but because it's like he was the in-game leader back then and then I take over, it's just a bad dynamic when it's like that. I don't see you guys anymore, by the way, Kovo. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm fixing the scene for later. Okay. Um, and... Um, so there was that, right? And then we were just like not getting into good positions at all. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot in the blue zone, like Kovo always memes are used to meme about us being stuck in the blue zone, healing in the blue. There was a lot of blue healing that tournament. Yeah. Uh, in the end, though, we were only like, what was it, like five points from qualifying to the finals or something. Yeah. All came down to the last game. And uh, if we qualified, who knows? Like it could have been completely different. Maybe if we just made it to the finals that could have been just enough for Gustav to finally like reset yeah. you know we have a everyone has zero points we go again yeah um but it didn't but yeah happen. like there was a, a lot of different issues like that but I think that was like one of the main reasons um I guess it could probably have gone better if I knew how to just be quiet when he's having a hard time yeah but I just can't, like, I can't, uh... Shut your, like, be quiet. Yeah, I can't, I can't stop myself, you know? It's hard. I understand. It's really hard. But, like, now I think we have, like, a, a great, uh... Balance. We have a great dynamic in the team with the in-game leading, I think, because it's, it's so fluent and simple for me now on this team. Like, now that I've been in-game leading for a while on this team, we're starting to get, like, some of our circles, our, our strats and everything down. And I've made it clear now after rotation to the team how, what circles I want to have take control and like the structure I want. Mm -hmm. Like I want to have like the, the early game, like circle one, two, three, pretty much. And then after that, I have Rexy and Gustav, especially Gustav is really good at making calls in the mid and the late game. Mm -hmm. And Rexy also finds so many openers and Fex even also does that. It's... It's just like, it's so simple. It's so easy. It's, it just works. It feels, bro. There's just, yeah, it's so smooth. There's so many, there can be so many games where all I do is just like call like circle one, two, three. And I can really feel how Gustav is able to uh, be a better like co IGL than I was. Mm -hmm. He listens to what I say. He asks me what I want to do. 
and make sure that we're doing what I want to do. And then once we get through like circle one, two, and three, everything just like flows. It's just really simple. Like so many games, I don't even have to do anything after that. I can just play the game as well. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's good. If you can yeah, actually it's... focus on playing, that's nice. Yeah. We um we had a, a really good chance to win this PGS2 balls. We improved so quick after the rotation. We had some bad games in the rotation. We saw some like reoccurring problems in the rotation. And I like um problem solved those a little bit. And uh seems that we have like made some like big steps. And right now, what went wrong in PGS2 was um, the last day was bad. Um, not necessarily bad, but a few of the games were bad. We got like 30 points or something that day. Mm -hmm. But uh, mainly, uh, what I think we need to do better is, and what the whole team thinks we need to do better, is just to close out some more games. Uh, we had two games that were pretty much thrown that would have granted us like, at least 20 more points. And that's crazy how, like, we lost eight points uh, getting second place to Ascend. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a third or fourth place on Millie Island with 15 kills. That could have been a win with, like, 25 kills. Is there miscoms there, or is it just people don't... People are not valuing their life as much? Because that's where Twisted Minds like to come in real fast. I feel like that's where Twisted Minds, like, their players are very good at, like, staying alive, you know what I mean? And, like... I don't like, think it's miscoms. We just need to slow down more in the late game. We have this like okay. I yeah. think we have this like good, pretty like I'm pretty strict in phase one, two, and three most of the time. And then the game is very like loose after phase three. Everyone kind of does what they want and it's working really great. And I think once we get to like phase six and seven again, we just need to like literally hold each other back a little bit more. Just reach give each a bit. Yeah, give each other a little bit more time so that once we're doing something, it's done a little bit more together. Yeah. Because I think if we won these two games that we threw on day one and two, we would have had like, I think like 25 more points. And then we're already only 20 points behind Twist if we would have those two wins. And who knows if we just won those games, how different the games would have gone. Yeah. The resetting that, is hard sometimes too. Yeah. Or a lot like of the points down. though, a lot of the points really come from the last phase, right? Of the game, like phase seven, yeah. eight, nine. It's uh, crazy that yeah. we lost like around 25 points by having a second place and a third place. It's That's how it crazy. goes, right? And it's why I like, we talked about this last time where we said like, you know, late game circles, hard shifting shouldn't be a thing. Um, Cause it can just cost you like, like solid five placement points and eight kill points or something, right? Just having that mm -hmm. one hard shift against Circle you. Seven, right? Did we talk about that? Circle yeah. Seven. Um, I mean, circles have changed a lot, but we talked about it. Like, it shouldn't. Like, seven and eight can really just still fuck you over completely. And we had, like, I don't know. Sometimes you lose a fight that you shouldn't lose, right? Like, there's not that much you can. Maybe there's not that much you can do about it. I feel like you, uh, for example, the ascend game was a good example. We had no right to win that, but I don't know if you guys threw that much. We definitely did. Yeah. You want to know what happened? Tell me. We thought foot when, oh, when I oh when I, I saw it on the ridge, stream after somebody yeah. thought foot was still alive. When I was on your ridge and I like shot two guys low and knock one and they knock one and suddenly it's Braxco one v two. Yeah. 
we, we thought Foot was alive. Foot was alive. Yeah, they both thought Foot was alive. So we're looking that way instead of just looking yeah. at one HP Brexco or whatever it was like. He didn't heal the whole fight, by the way. Yeah, and if we didn't think Foot was alive, one guy would already have been under Brexco yeah. with the other guy watching it. Yeah. Yeah. True, I forgot Brexco, about that. Brexco would have been kaput. Kaput. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's uh, eight points. We didn't get a single kill from the four we were. Also, that you, three knocks. Yeah. You stole That's one crazy. of our foot kills. That's the only guy we didn't kill in the 4v4v3. <laughs> the only guy yeah. we didn't kill is Corexi stole him from us. I was like, God yeah. damn, bro. That was pretty cracked. That was part one of episode 10. Let me know what you thought. Let me know what you liked, what you liked, what you didn't. Um, we're going to make sure to announce this more properly the next time we do it live. It's a chill way to do things. We'll see if we stick to it or not, but I'll make sure that the uh, recordings are always on the same platforms that you're used to. If you don't want to miss the live ones, uh, you have to. You, have, you will have to follow my Twitch channel. And uh, Twitter is also always a good idea. I announce basically everything I do on Twitter. Uh, or maybe I guess you call it X now. And yeah, links for, for everything will be in the description. And if you want to support the podcast, uh, liking it, leaving a review subscribing to the YouTube channel. All that kind of stuff is absolutely free, helps out a ton, and I'll see you guys in part two.